help me decorate the tree. The long johns are for stinky whistle teats to put sausages in. Ho, ho, ho! Let's exchange gifts. The dueling got the Queen of England! Just what I've always wanted. How did you ever know? It's nothing, really. Welcome to Splat Attack, a 90s podcast honoring Slimeville past. I'm your lucky nose goblin, Alex. And I'm your stinky wizard teeth sausage stuffer, Manny. Um, Alex, I smell something stinky, and yet it makes me feel feel very cheerful. Why? Well, funny, funny smell and funny, you should ask. It's not my uncle's boots filled with coleslaw, but it's these two episodes that we have pinned up against each other for this episode battle. Excellent. Looks like we have Son of Stimpy versus A Scooter for Yaxmas. Two very classic and yet different episodes. <laughs> Absolutely right you are, but... Uh... Oh, oh, P-P-P-U! What in the world? Where? What is that coming from? Uh, I, I think oh. I left the cheese out again. Oh, no, I didn't clean out the litter box. Oh. Wait. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's our oh, special. What's coming out of there? It's our, of all places, <laughs> we have our special guest is Ryan Smiga, who's stuck here on the litter box. Get out of there, Ryan. What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> it's stinky in there. You know what, you know what goes in there. <laughs> I swear we, we, we think highly of our guests more so than have them out of the litter box. Get out of there. Dry off. Get cleaned up. <laughs> How you, How you doing, doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Hi, how are y'all? We are doing all right. Doing good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, we are going over these two episodes, two uh, great holiday episodes of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, Ren and Stimpy is one of my two absolute favorite Nicktoons, um, which I had mentioned before. Doug being one of them, Ren and Stimpy being the other one. Uh, I don't like one more than the other. I like them both, but for very, very different reasons, because they're very different cartoon shows. But, uh, Ryan, what is your background with Ren and Stimpy, and are you familiar with these two episodes uh, before we did them for this episode? Um, yes. Um, I, Ren and Stimpy has always been one of my favorite uh, cartoons. Um, watching Nickelodeon and my grandma's, um, and always watching Ren and Stimpy and, you know, just the, the humor of it. Um, and I, and as a teenager, I used to collect all kinds of Ren and Stimpy stuff. So, and I, the, the magazines and, and I would, uh, um, at school, we take or took our magazines and we made pins out of them. Oh, so cool. Pages, so we got a lot of them. And I also collect a lot of the Ren and Stimpy. I actually still have some of the stuff that. That I. Oh, that's so, cool. so neat! Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. And then got the happy the joy, bad, joy, happy, happy. Oh, that's so cool. So I, I've always loved Ren and Snippy. That's awesome. For those of you who are who are listening, uh, 
outside of the pins, uh, Ryan has some of the action figures and old toys and dolls, and he was showing those off. So if you guys want to check it out, I would suggest go to our YouTube page and check those check out those things. It's really super cool. Um, Manny, what about you? Uh, the, I, I know you and I had talked about Ren and Stimpy before, and you had told me that Ren and Stimpy wasn't one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. What is your experience with Ren and Stimpy? It was very weird. Uh, when the show came out, I was I was enthused about it. Like I loved the color. I loved how sporadic it was and everything. Uh, definitely the splotches of paint in the background was definitely something I've never seen in my life. So I feel I feel like it was sort of a pioneer of what cartoons sort of became. Mm-hmm. So um, I loved it, loved it as a kid. But as I got older. I started to sort of drift away from it a little bit. I, I don't know. Maybe when I was a kid, I just, my brain just didn't have the right type of filter. And then when I got older, I'm like, should I be laughing at some of this stuff? I don't really know. <laughs> but um, it's sort of a love-hate relationship. I don't necessarily hate it, but it's definitely not one that I revisit often. But it is a, it's still a really entertaining show and awesome for what it started. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And we have talked about it a bit on the show before. I mean, it's it's always the elephant in the room. Whenever you talk about Ren and Stimpy, you can't help but address John Kay. But uh, we're we're not talking about John Kay and, and his life choices, we're talking about the show itself. And uh, there there is two very distinct styles with both of these episodes, because we have the John Kay era and we have the Bob Camp era. And um there is a very, very much different style in humor and in animation in both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bob K, or I'm sorry, Bob K, I'm not combining the two. Bob Camp, <laughs> Bob Camp did a very good job carrying on the show. And I think there's a lot of really great Bob Camp episodes that really get overlooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as as far as the John K episodes go, most of them are are gold, gold Jerry, gold. Hey, so it's gold. <laughs> so, uh, but with that being said, it's going to be really fun to go over these two episodes and see what uh, how we can compare and contrast and figure out what exactly works and what exactly doesn't. So I'm really excited about this. But uh, enough of the background. Enough of our our observations of what the show was as a whole. We're going to isolate down to just this, but, uh, you know, since we don't have another guest, uh, I I don't have anybody else to battle Ryan in this. So, uh, Manny, you're going to have to take your shield and, and, and go into battle with him. What? I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, come on now. Get, get, Ryan and I are headed into battle <laughs> with our holiday cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Best time of the year to get in family of fights. Yes. Better Blood than, spray. <laughs> better than Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for this episode, uh, the five categories that we're looking for, because we always have the categories. Uh, the first one, and it's always every single episode, the story i don't care that'll be our first our second one also always as our main character i don't care and our third one 
just about always, if not always so far, supporting characters. I don't care. But four and five always get to be changed up a little bit. So our fourth category is warm holiday feelings. I don't care. And our fifth one is the use of gross-out humor. And, and for those of you who are less familiar with it, instead of them being close-ups, they would be really highly detailed animated cells that instead of looking really pretty, they look really nasty and grody and bleh, uh, which is why they're called gross-ups, which is something that a lot of animation uses to this day, and SpongeBob being the main one that usually comes to mind. Um but as for episode info, I'll let the two of you share this. Uh, Manny is going to be doing Son of Stimpy. Uh, Manny, tell us what the episode details are. Son of Stimpy, Season 2, Episode 11. The air date is December 11th, 1993. Written by John Kay, Vincent Waller, and Richard Purcell. And directed by John Kay. And uh, Ryan is going to be defending a scooter for Yaxmas, which is the final episode of the series. Uh, Ryan, tell us uh, the episode details. Okay, so the scooter for Yaxmas is the final episode of the Nickelodeon run. It's season five, episode 19. Uh, air date is December 16th, 1995. Written by Bob Camp and Jim Gomez and directed by Bob Camp. The, the end of the Nickelodeon run. No, it, it is the end. It is the end of Ren and Stimpy. There are no reboots. There, there are no. Oh, there's no Spike there TV no, reboot. No, no, no that, <laughs> that, that does not exist. I, I am going to play ignorant in that. I am sticking I'm, by my guns. That does not exist. I'm, I'm going. To, what's, what's the thing? I'm going to delude myself into believing that it does not exist. But for now, will you please join me in fooling myself? <laughs> <laughs> But we are going to start with story, and care. we are going to start with Son of Stimpy. So, Manny, tell us about the story for Son of Stimpy. You got it. In this true story that was made up. This here's a true story that we just made up. We open with Stimpy watching TV, sitting on, not sitting on the litter box, but his bare bottom. While enjoying his cartoons, Stimpy notices a bubbling in his gut that Flatulence is about to immerse. After its conclusion, Stimpy notices this wasn't like any other time. He notices a funny smell, which causes him to freak out and run to Ren. Ren is relaxing while Stimpy disrupts him, trying to dramatically explain how something came out of his butt and smelled funny. Something came out of my... But And it smelled funny. You're an idiot. Stimpy is not taking this sitting down, so he is going to re recreate the issue. But with constant butt clenching, <laughs> it starts to shrivel and delude. So Stimpy, unfortunately, tries to look for his toot, which he named Stinky. So he, he searches the house and he reaches the magic nose goblins. Unfortunately, they're not able to help because they think he's crazy. He talks to farts, man. Stimpy feeling depressed is just staring at his reflection on the TV screen. Ren walks up trying to cheer him up by wanting to watch TV with him. Trying to give him an uplifting speech about how he truly cares for him, Stimpy responds by just saying, I don't care. I don't care. 
With that, Ren just gets irritated and just leaves him alone. We now see Stinky looking at Stimpy through the window, feeling homesick, but he just walks away with tears in his eyes. We now see a cold blizzard hitting while we see Stimpy in the front door calling out to Stinky. Ren pleads for Stimpy to come back inside to just spend some quality time together. As Stimpy sees what Ren is trying to do, he yells back, When poor little Stinky's out there in the cold, lost, alone, he needs me. With those final words, Stimpy walks up into the cold winter's night. Ren looks up at the sky, crying for Stimpy to please bring him back safe. I'm willing to hold off on the pectoral muscles. In the city, Stimpy is calling for Stinky, asking followers walking by. Finally, going to the police sketch artist, Stimpy is trying to explain the whole situation by pointing at his bottom. But the officer kicks him out. Stimpy walks uh, to the street and a car runs over his face. Uh, Stinky apparently shows up and he's totally sitting on top of him, just wondering why he ran away from home. But then he sees two homeless men, you know, because, you know, a fart can get cold, apparently. So the two homeless men are just trying to keep warm. Stinky goes right between them. And then all of a sudden, one of the guys just says, Hey, he ripes! Somebody light a match! <laughs> so uh, they're trying to light this fart on fire. And so Stinky just like completely runs away and ends up in the sewer. Meanwhile, Ren is crying. We wish you a Merry Christmas. As he gives a picture of Stimpy a present. Ren is just questioning where he is. Just then, there's a doorbell ring. Stimpy makes it back home in a block of ice, reuniting with each other just like they did on the very first episode. <laughs> Ren is so happy to see Stimpy back, he puts his feet in hot water and warms them up. Just then, there's another ring at the door. Ren opens it, and much to his surprise, he picks the visitor up and asks Stimpy to sniff his finger. Stimpy is alarmed and looks at Ren's finger as Stinky materializes. Both Stinky and Stimpy's eyes get huge as they embrace. Stimpy is so happy, and he thinks that they're going to be together forever. However, Stinky has other plans. I'm a man now, and a man has needs. He shows him his fiance, Cora fish skeleton that was probably in the trash. Ren and Stimpy look happily at each other and they sing Memories. <laughs> As we hear church bells ring, Stimpy marries both Stinky and Cora. Looks like the honeymoon will have to wait since it's all going to take place in Ren's nose. Don't ask. <laughs> We end with Stimpy throwing rice at Ren's face as he says, I just love a happy ending. The end. So this may explain why every single time I hear the song Memories, I just get a really nasty feeling every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't care for that song. No, this, I love the fact that 
this is why John K worked so well in Nickelodeon because he had he had a good team behind him and he had Vanessa Coffey who had something specific she was looking for. Uh, you get unfiltered John K, you get the show that must not be named. But whenever you uh, or I should say the spin-off that should not be named. Uh but whenever you have Vanessa working together with him, she was very much wanting heart. Uh, which they talked about quite a bit in the the Happy Happy Joy Joy documentary, uh, because she she felt this heart between these characters. John K really didn't, uh, and uh, she was wanting a good family feel good Christmas story, and John said, "Okay, sure." His fart goes missing, <laughs> and he plays it as serious as possible. Uh, they, I mean. It's full of jokes, but they don't play them like they're jokes. They play them as serious as and and the way people would, would normally respond as possible, uh, yeah. which I think honestly is is purely brilliant. Uh, in terms of pacing, Mister Manny, do you feel the pacing for this episode goes really well? Is there anything that you would trim or add? Anything you would do different to the story? I think the scene with um, Stimpy going all the way to the city, it kind of just gets a little left out because I had the original VHS of this. And so that whole scene is cut out when he visits the police officer. But then I saw it on reruns on the TV and I'm like, oh, I don't remember this part. So I guess maybe you could just do, do without that, I guess. Maybe. But I feel like the pacing and everything works out fine. Um, definitely has, uh, does, like you said, a lot of emotion and heart, which is what John K needs. He needs that mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of just plain John. So I totally agree with that. He needs that because he doesn't have that. Uh, moving <laughs> on to uh, a scooter for Yaxmas. Tell us the story, Ryan. Okay, so this st uh, story starts uh, Stimpy at his job, and he's making uh, popsicle sticks out of full trees. And looks like he's spending the whole day tossing out reject sticks into a pile until it's quitting time. Um, not until after Stimpy gets his pay, he gets a stick and a half and a Yaxmas bonus. Um, Stimpy is, of course, overjoyed. Why? Because it's Yaxmas Eve. Um, Stimpy walks home with a smile on his face um, with the falling soot and smile of burnt rubber band vendors. However, he makes a slight detour to a store window where he sees the Johnny Future Jet Scooter. Obviously, he has his eyes set on for a long time with the hopes of the next day to be together forever. Uh, when Stimpy gets home, he makes sure to put the reminders of the scooter to the yak to make sure he doesn't forget, even around Wren when he's at the dinner table. Stimpy is just reminding Wren about this scooter that he even shapes Wren's chopped liver into the shape of a scooter. Later that night, uh, Stimpy is decorating the house, you know, long johns on the wall, shoes on the chandelier, uh, the tree stump with gruel and a sausage on top, the works. Uh, Ren, annoyed, tells Stimpy to grow up, but he doesn't listen and forces both of them to go to bed uh, in the Yaxmas traditional way. Stimpy lays in a tux complete with a top hat and Ren in a rabbit suit. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Both Whizzleteats and the Yak arrive that night. Whizzleteats uh, stuffs sausages in the Long Johns. The Yaks drops pre-chewed gum in their shoes. And Whizzleteat 
passes out in the front yawn after eating pickled eggs, donuts, and pig knuckles. The yak picks him up, then flies away in his sausage cart to the West Pole. Ren and Stimpy both wake up with joy as they chomp down on their sausages. Stimpy asks to exchange gifts. He goes first and gives Ren a jeweled encrusted Queen of England. Uh, Ren asks how he knew, and Stimpy shows him a letter that plainly says, <laughs> Buy me, Queen, or die. <laughs> Stimpy is so excited because Ren is about to give him Stimpy, Stimpy his gift. However, his dreams get tarnished, and he tries to hold in his frustration as Ren gives him fudge pop sticks. Stimpy starts freaking out, but Ren doesn't seem to care. Stimpy leaves and goes to the store window to depressively look at the scooter. As Stimpy snaps and yells how unfair it is that he doesn't have the scooter, he pounds on the window, accidentally breaking it as the scooter falls into his hands. An old lady viewing the situation starts screaming, uh, for the police to catch this thief. Stimpy trying to explain he didn't mean to do to, but nobody is listening, and jumps on the scooter and rides away. The lady is explaining to the cop Stimpy's description as a fat man in a red suit. The cop ensures her that no one gets away with stealing a $39 scooter. They'll catch him dead or alive. Stimpy and the scooter are hiding out under a bridge as night falls. Stimpy falls asleep having a bad dream about how he's trying to say that it was an accident, but nobody is listening. Then yelling how he doesn't deserve a scooter, or a police officer telling him that he was going to buy the scooter for his sick kid, which turned out to be a puppet. The kicker of this is that Whistleteats is the judge, and the jury um, is of 12 angry yaks. Find Stimpy guilty and to spend infinite time in prison. Stimpy wakes up and heads home to see if... Ren will get him out of this trouble. Unfortunately, there are news reporters interviewing Ren as he explains how Stimpy is a psycho and how lucky he is to be alive. And they turn out to be a psycho. Uh -huh. I'm lucky to be alive. Uh -huh. A guy like uh -huh. that. Feeling betrayed, Stimpy cries all the way to a gas station men's room using black shoe polish to make a wig looking like one of the Beatles. Stimpy is set to find the one man who can help him, Stinky Whistleteats but he accidentally crashes into an oaf. However, the oaf is okay and comes along with Stimpy to find Stinky. However, that is short-lived as the oaf sees a wanted poster with Stimpy's face as the scooter thief. The oaf runs off and yells for the police. However, Stimpy keeps moving on to the West Pole 3,000 or so miles later. The scooter's front tire gets flat as the scooter falls to one side. Stimpy flings off and hits his head on a pole. Luckily, he was wearing his helmet Stimpy is surprised to see the West Pole Motel. Sadly, the scooter is broken and not able to be ridden anymore. Determined not to give up, he tells the scooter that Whistleteats will know what to do. Stimpy opens the door to see the yak and Whistleteats passed out, sleeping like logs. It's Stimpy notices a package from Red Wren to him. Stimpy opens it, and it's his own Johnny Future Jet Scooter. Wren didn't forget. Stinky forgot to deliver it. <clears throat> Stimpy is so happy, however, he forgot about the broken scooter. He calmly walks the scooter to a uh, still sleepy Whistleteats. He tells the scooter that he will fix her up all brand new. Stimpy rides away in his scooter as the police circle the motel and wake up the yak and the Whistleteats. <clears throat> the lady from before shouts, that's the fat man in the red suit. 
Wizzleteat's pajamas are red, and he's holding the broken scooter. Meanwhile, Stimpy is happy and says all is well and right with him, and it's clear name thanks to Stinky Wizzleteats. As they say, Merry Yaxmas, we see the yak and Stinky right away in the broken up scooter with bullet holes through them. I have to say that that is a wild ride episode right there. <laughs> just just needs slow ride whenever he's going and on the little scooter or running for his life. Yeah. Easy rider. Uh, same question for you. Uh, how do you feel the pacing works for this episode? Does Is there anything that could be trimmed? Is there anything that feels like they could be added? I mean, to me, it's okay. I mean, it might be it's just like it kind of goes like, like a tennis, back and forth, back and forth of different areas. Um, mm -hmm. But it kind of basically has to tell the story. Mm -hmm. um, so. All right, let's dive into main character. Okay. Uh, Manny, tell us who is the main character for Son of Stimpy. Uh, well, technically it would be... Hmm, I wrote Stimpy as just the main character, but side characters could be like Ren and Stinky. But Stimpy, definitely you get to know sort of who he is a little bit because you never see the vulnerability of Stimpy. Mm -hmm. This is like one of the ones where he's like, oh, wow, you really feel for him in his situation. <laughs> like, wow, you feel heartbroken because he lost his fart. And yeah, it's like even saying it like that, it doesn't sound <laughs> emotional, but you just got to see it. Yeah, it's feel. played serious. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I got to say. You get to know who Stimpy is in this particular episode. Okay. Uh, Scooter Free Xmas, who is the main character for this one? Uh, the main character is uh, Stimpy. Um, but just like Manny said, I mean, it's, you would think maybe also you can maybe include the scooter because the scooter is kind of part of it um, where, it, you know, that's what you're, he's trying to get. Um, and, of course, you got the other ones. There's more of the supporting characters with Ren and, um, you know, Stinky Wizzleteats and so forth. But. And the scooter's kind of alive too, right? So it's like... Yeah. I mean, it, it jumped out the window to get to him. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was tired by the end. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, we'll go on to supporting characters. Tell us about the son of Stimpy. Ren and Stinky. Um, you get to see, like, during the John K years, you get to see different personalities of Ren. Um, definitely, this is, like, one of the rare moments when Ren is actually caring for Stimpy and he's he's using the real timeline because he said like it's been three years now so it's like wow okay I'm starting to worry about you so it's like you're waiting three years to worry about him but at least you know thank you for worrying and caring I appreciate that and um Stinky um this might just be me but when you first see Stinky like look through the window he's you know, it's very tiny, but this could be my own perspective about it, I guess. I think he's a little kid, but then towards the end of the episode when he gets, you know, married, he's more like a guy, like a man. So I'm thinking, like, he has a growing arch throughout this episode. I mean, his methane, it grows older and fades quicker than anything else. <laughs> so maybe that could be the right point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> He that is a life. That is a long-lasting fart. Yeah, I have never. Only Stimpy would be because able to maintain. We don't know what the timeline is between when he farted and when the blizzard's happening. 
because it's like i don't know it could take place at the same time i don't know maybe mm. it's been three years maybe it's been three months three hours i don't know maybe <laughs> uh scooter for yanksmas supporting characters so supporting characters um what of course we said earlier would be the the scooter um also ren um you know because he's um they're, they're exchanging gifts and everything and then uh um, of course the uh um, stinky whistle teats um it's similar to santa claus and also the yak um in this episode i also kind of find it funny how uh whistle teats is uh you know he sings the happy happy joy joy song so it's like i wonder if he's like the singer by the you know by all seasons but then on christmas time he turns into that santa claus whistle teats <laughs> well i mean even the beginning of the uh son of stimpy that was the same character voice because because they use the stinky whistle voice whenever he opens the song happy happy joy to with hello boys and girls and that's that's how he started the son of stimpy episode which i thought was fun that's true um use of holiday theme many so this goes kind of back to what i said about uh the blizzard happening um when uh ren is trying to keep stimpy in you know indoors he says, like, come on in and help me decorate the tree. You know, he mentions that, and you could string the dingleberry garland. So there's that. <laughs> and then there's, of course, a, a nod to the mistletoe. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, because Ren only thinks about one thing, and Stimpy cares about the other thing. So... <laughs> But um, there's also that wish you a Merry Christmas part where Ren gives the present to Stimpy's picture. So I guess you could see a little bit of decoration, you know, and he's wearing a Santa hat too. So there is little bit of element of Christmas in that, but not so much throwing it in your face. Uh, Scooter Free Xmas. <laughs> um, and in this episode, it's similar to to son and stimpy i mean they have the the elements of of christmas they have the you know they're stapling the long johns onto the wall um you know they're preparing uh um stuff for uh, uh stinky whistle teats in the yak uh and you know and then when they go to bed you know it's like when santa claus comes they they have their presents but they have you know gum filled in their shoes um they have um you know sausages put in their uh in the stockings uh, and stuff when they get up. And um, so that's, that's one aspect that they have that's similar to like a traditional Christmas. Um, at the beginning of the episode, they have was uh, when he's coming out of the, uh, the factory, they also have, um, you know, there's these, uh, these kids that are just sitting there making a snowman out of soot. And it's just yeah. falling down from the, from the sky, um, from the factory. And, you know, and then he's sitting there and he says, Hey kids, and they said something like, you know, look at, look at this idiot. And they, he's sitting there and he gets hit by all the soot in the ear and it goes into his ear. Um, so, you know, it's, even though it's not snow, but that, I think that's a couple things that I saw similar to the holidays. All right. Well, we're going to go to our last category. Use of gross out humor. I don't care. What have you got for son of Stimpy? There wasn't really a lot, because um, you said not the uh, not the hand painted close ups, right? Just like the animated stuff. Um, I mean, 
floating stinky. I mean, it was, I don't know. I got a lot of Aladdin genie vibes from that. Mm. Um, so well, and you do have the, in the anime, the, the, the hand painted ones. Cause you had, uh, even though it wasn't a gross out, but um, Stimpy frozen in ice. And then the, the nose goblins also the close up of those. Yeah. And you know, the two, uh, the two homeless guys, you get to see a pimple and a lot of yeah, uh, hair backs, yeah. coming out of that. And, uh, well, of course, the beginning shot with Stimpy's butt on the carpet. <laughs> Which is weird, too, because that's another callback to the first episode as well. And and they also had the, the cod. Yeah, that's right, Cora. Yeah, that's a really good painting, actually. Cora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man! Someone ate her! <laughs> uh, Scooter Free Xmas, what gross-ups do you have? Just like the the, the that uh, Manny's episode, this it didn't have as as much either. But um, you know, with maybe the the soot falling down uh, instead of snow, um, you know, kids all dirty and playing in the snow. Um, another one was they uh, when Stimpy went up to the window and he kind of jumped on the window, and when he was scooting down, he see his butt scooting down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> and uh, I guess when they're like, uh, when he brings in the liver and it's, uh, and it's uh, the shape of a scooter. Yeah, uh, it's got all the, the, uh, the smell coming through it. And then when they're eating the sausages, you know, they're just all chomping down on it. Um, but up close wise, they didn't have any, you know, real uh, gross out uh, humor of it. But I think those were some of the ones that, that I saw in the episode. All right. Well, before we go into our final verdicts for the episode, we are going to go hang our uh, our long johns onto the wall and get our shoes out for the yaksmen. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, see what else we got going on as far as Splat Attack is concerned, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll be back with more Ren and Stimpy after this. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Ren and Stimpy Episode Battle. If you are enjoying this episode, please hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment below. If you are listening on a podcast app, please leave us a review where possible. All these very simple actions help others catch that nostalgic feeling. Tune in next time, Slimesters when we ring in the new year with the Wienerville gang as they make their way towards the Big Apple on the Wienerville New Year's special. You can find all the retro-rific action only here on Splat Attack. Yeah, my wife and I just started a podcast. It's on Spotify, and it's called Bedtime Banter. If you ever have those moments when you are about to go to sleep, but then you start getting all these questions and thoughts that run into your head that are peculiar or just kind of weird. Well, this is a podcast that we both conversate before we go to sleep. And uh, it's it's very experimental, so it's, it's probably not for everybody, but it's definitely a fun listen to what goes on in the brain. <laughs> so check it out if you haven't already. 
If you enjoy all the retro, rific, slime-tastic action, please join us over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash splatattack, where we have exclusive episodes, bonus content, early access, as well as doing two live streams a month. One Nickelodeon-related, one not Nickelodeon-related, but all centered on the 90s. So join the Gakoids over on Patreon, patreon.com slash splatattack. Make sure to check out our sweet 90s Nick merch over on our Bonfire page. Go to bonfire.com slash store slash splat attack store with hyphens in between to check out some coffee mugs and a slew, a plethora, dare I say, of 90s Nickelodeon shirts. We have some splat attack original as well as some other 90s Nick love being shared between things like Stick Stickly, a personal favorite of mine, uh, Space Cases, Roundhouse quite a bit of stuff so head over to our bonfire bonfire.com slash store slash splatter store with hyphens in between and now back to ren and stimpy you know what never remind me to put out my shoes for the yaks yaksman again because that that's just gross <laughs> Yeah, I got I'm, sausages on my wall from last year. Uh, I, uh, that's not good. And I don't want some homeless man camping out in my front yard. Oh God, no! <laughs> well, with with the with the with the Yaksmas coming, uh, or or gone by now, uh, let's go over our final verdict for the episodes. Uh, looking at story for both of these episodes. Uh, and, and just because we started with um, Son of Stimpy, we'll start with that one and we'll just go back and forth uh, in that order so it doesn't seem like I'm paying favorites. Son of Stimpy, I really, really love this one. I love the story behind it. Uh, I love that it is not something you normally see for Ren and Stimpy. Uh, I mean, there there usually is heart at some point. Excuse me. In a lot of these episodes... Usually it comes from Ren realizing how much of a jerk he's been to Stimpy and Stimpy being overly innocent and sweet and albeit very stupid. But this one, Ren really hasn't shown off to be as much of a jerk as he usually is. Um, but as you had pointed out, this uh, is very different for Stimpy. And we see this journey of a character who has become like family and runs away. I think unintentionally, but still ran away and how that that can affect a person. And I think it's so funny. One of my absolute favorite lines in this episode, which I've said a few times is, I don't care. I don't care. I've said that to my wife so many times. Where do you want to go? Get, where do you want to go get something to eat? I don't care. I don't care. We Sounds don't like have. Yeah, <laughs> she's like we don't we don't have an I don't care restaurant. I don't care because I know the second I give a suggestion, I don't want to eat there. Then where do you want to go? And that's that's the way it always goes. But I, I love that line. But also at the same time, having been through something similar, whenever you've lost somebody or somebody has moved away, you do experience that sadness for a while. You do have that. I don't care. Uh, which is played up partially for humor, but also it's played somewhat serious in this. 
and uh, you do see the the effect this takes, and you actually get to see Ren genuinely feel sorry for Stimpy, and uh, and the excitement that comes at the end. I really feel like the pacing is very good for this episode. It doesn't outstay its welcome. It doesn't repeat so many times that it becomes old. Um, it's not an old, stale fart. It is a ripe and uh, rorous odor. Uh, but what I like about it is that every time you have a repeat joke, it adds something just a little different every time. So yes, it's a lot of fart jokes, but I don't farts are funny. I don't care. Farts are funny. And they they can get really old really, really fast if you're not careful and you just do the same joke over and over. But they were really careful with their craft on how to keep this consistently funny, but also keep the story moving along uh, for a 20-minute story that they normally didn't do. It's normally two separate ones. So I really like this one. Uh, the sun, uh, Scooter for Yaxmas, I really like this one too, uh, but this one did have a bit of pacing issue with me, uh, mostly because it felt like the middle, not the middle, uh, the, the whole Yaxmas portion, uh, where you actually get to see Weasel Teats and the Yak, and they go through that whole song. It, it almost felt like its own separate segment, because you know how Ren and Stimpy would have a cartoon story and then they'd have a silly segment a silly segment and then the next cartoon story it almost felt like it could be its own separate segment and uh and there were even two two more segments at the end of this episode uh which tells me they didn't have as much story to go through for this for this one like they did the first uh uh son of snippy one but it felt somewhat out of place in in my opinion but it was still very good it was still that playful banter and really did have a nice lighthearted tone before it took Stimpy on the run from the law. Complete different spin that, that uh, made a giant U-turn, uh, which was fun, but it didn't feel as tonally unanimous throughout the whole thing because the, the son of Stimpy had a tone and then just escalated that tone all the way through whereas Scooter for Yaxmas was funny, goofy really goofy and oh my gosh now we're getting serious now we're goofy, now we're serious, now we're goofy now we're serious and uh, whereas son of Stimpy even though it was a goofy premise they maintained it serious all throughout, uh, which again is your clear distinction between John Kay's humor and Bob Camp's humor, uh, which is why a lot of people prefer the John Kay era. But with that in mind, uh, as far as story goes, I'm going to give the point to Son of Stimpy. Uh, main character, it's Stimpy both ways, and it's two very, very different iterations of Stimpy. Uh, we get to see something we don't normally get to see with him. Uh, I really... <laughs> I loved the the whole thing that... The, I don't care. I, I, I talked about that already. But as far as Scooter for Yaxmas goes, I love how the whole part at the beginning when he's trying to get Ren to notice what he wants 
for Yaxmas. And it starts off it starts off so subtle with, oh, he'll he'll absolutely notice this and put something in the bathroom. And then Ren comes out and he's used it as toilet paper. And then he sits down at the table and Ren's like, mm-hmm, I can't wait for supper. I'm starving. And the camera pulls back and there are signs all over Ren. Scooter, 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 scooter. <laughs> and then he looks over at Ren or at Stippy and across the table, Stippy has this flashing sign above his head. Scooter, the perfect gift for Yaxmas. It, it's so funny. And to see that child enthusiasm that's the same that reminds me of when I was a kid and I would ask my parents for Christmas gifts and I wanted those gifts and uh, I knew I was going to get those gifts and then the next morning whenever he didn't get what he wanted and what he got was something that he has an abundance of and then trying (laughs) to be thankful for what he's got but you can clearly see he's about to snap. The animation they did for that was so good. And the voice acting for that was so good because we it's so rare when we get to see Stimpy losing his cool. Usually you see Ren do that. Uh, it was fun to see that that flipped. And, and Ren just completely oblivious. Huh? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Just... Gone. <laughs> He's trying to get the jewels out of yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get some air or whatever it was that he said. He says, oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, and then to see him scared. We don't also get to see Stimpy scared. Uh, I mean, he was scared for two different... He, he was afraid for uh, his his fart <laughs> on the on Son of Stimpy, but he was scared for his life because of uh, a situation that just happened to happen to him in this one and and neither one of them is really better than the other they they both paint stimpy in a different light and they really went full force with the emotions on both as far as that character goes i go for a tie uh, a point for both for the uh, main characters i really really like it and uh as for supporting characters ren is our main supporting character for son of stimpy and as we had said earlier, I really like, for the most part, Ren in this episode. Uh, I <laughs> I really love the moment whenever Stimpy is trying to describe his fart to him, and Ren is just not wanting to believe it. Something yeah. came, something came out of your butt. That that's nice, Stimpy. Something it, came out of your butt. <laughs> and it and it made a noise. You're sick, man. <laughs> you, you you need help. <laughs> That's one of the earliest memories I have uh, when I was watching that with my parents. Um, I swear to God, my mom dies every time whenever Ren did that pause. And he's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> she dies every time. That's my earliest memory I have of that. It's and hilarious. it's it's such it's such a, a finite, underwhelming insult because it's not one of the big loud, explosive reactions, just that nice deadpan, you're an idiot. Uh, I don't know why that makes it so funny, but it's absolutely hysterical. And uh, I do like that Ren was genuinely trying to get Stimpy to move past this. And and he said, yes, it's been three years, and much like you had pointed out, really, it's, it's taking you three years to try to... Care. St- <laughs> 
and which you know it's it's Ren. That doesn't surprise me at all. But the fact that he even came around and started to recognize, even if it was three years, that's a big step for this idiot, very very selfish character. So that's I'm true. at least grateful that they were able to put that in there, and we do get to see that Ren does genuinely care for Stimpy, and um, and the excitement whenever it it did come back and he was able to go and present that to Stimpy and that really self-assured, not arrogant like he usually is, but just that he knows this is going to make him happy and he can't wait to share this. I like that. That was, even though even though it's a fart, they still played it serious and it was still, it was still really sweet. It's so stupid to say that, but it is. And uh, over on Scooter for Yaxmas, I really like what they did there too. Um, <laughs> I love the part that, as far as Ren is concerned, first of all, Stimpy, dude, why are you putting all this stuff up on the eve of Yaxmas? You're supposed to put this stuff up earlier in the month so you're not doing all at one night. Enjoy it for the season, Holmes. But uh, I do love that Ren was, was very much why you're you're too old for this why why still do this but he still played along with it because he knew it was going to matter a lot to stippy even though you could clearly see he was frustrated to be in that easter easter bunny outfit and lay down in bed he still went along with it and but the thing that i was mentioning earlier that i really liked is stippy was coming back home after accidentally taking the scooter and well, oh, my friend Ren, he'll take care of me. He'll never betray a friend or something to that uh, that effect. And when he gets there, Ren is talking to news reporters. Oh yeah, he could have robbed me blind. You think you know a fella? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh no, it's my friend, and runs away again. <laughs> it's like classic comedy. He'll never do that. And then he's does, totally doing that. Yeah, does it immediately. Um. But we don't really see much of Ren throughout the second half of the episode. Uh, and like Ryan had said, you got the Yaxman and or the Yak and uh, Mr. We- uh, Weasel Teat, which they're both fun. Uh, anytime they have these ridiculous side characters and get to expand the lore a little bit, it makes it fun. And um, I also I thought Oaf was funny. I don't, I don't, I, there's something about how stupid that was, because, you know, he's an oaf, but it, I don't know, I liked it. I liked the use of supporting characters and just adding new things to it. I really loved the cop in this episode, because uh, even though it's a one-note joke, I still think it's, it's hilarious of the, no $39 scooter is going to be stolen on my watch, catch him dead or alive, it's a $39 scooter. Come on. <laughs> That's the joke, though. But uh, I really like... I like what they did with Ren. I liked what they did with the supporting characters. Plural. And yeah, you could say the scooter is kind of its own supporting character, but even if you don't, you still have all these other really fun ones. And again, two very different aspects of what was needed for both stories. So I, again, give both a tie for this one. Use of holiday theme. Um... For Son of Stimpy, like Manny had pointed out, there really wasn't a whole lot. Uh, you get kind of a general feeling for the episode, but it feels more 
a winter tale and less of a holiday tale. Um, because I mean, he's going through the the snow and in the blizzard, and it's taken over th the course of three years, and it feels kind of like it's a wonderful life. And I don't mean story-wise. What I mean is, if you really think about it's a wonderful life, most of that movie is not Christmas. It's not until the last act where the movie becomes Christmas and everybody ropes it in as a Christmas movie. Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than It's a Wonderful Life is. I don't care what anyone says, but it's it's true. But this the one one portion of of a wonderful life is Christmas and there's pretty much it's the same here. There's one portion that's really Christmas and it's really the end whenever the family's getting together. Uh, because we don't really get Christmas at the beginning. Uh, we don't have Christmas when he's looking. I mean, you have a Santa, uh, Salvation Army Santa on the street corner. <laughs> That's really about it until the end. And then you've got that big heartwarming, the families back together type uh, trope that you would see with movies that deal with this kind of thing. But um, Scooter for Yaxmas, there was a lot of... Christmas in this, especially the first half, up until the the he goes to accidentally steal the scooter. But the getting the Christmas bonus, uh, leaving work on Christmas Eve. I mean, even kids relate to that because for them it's school, and they're excited to be done with school and be on Christmas break and enjoy all of that. And yes, the building the snowman, even though that also is more winter, people still associate that a lot with Christmas. Um, but then you also have the putting up all the decorations and seeing all the decorations and they explain all the decorations. And then they also explained all the traditions that you have with Yaxmas, with the Yak and, and Mr. Weasel Teats. They had a whole song about it. And then also giving the presents to each other. Well, you see all the things that they left overnight. And then the exchanging of the presents. And uh, trying to get the other person to please get me this for Christmas. And then ends up getting not getting it and having to be thankful for it anyway. And completely losing their mind. There is far more Christmas traditions in uh, Scooter for Yaxmas than there is Son of Stimpy. So for, the, for that, I'm going to give the point to Scooter for Yaxmas. Uh, which leaves so far a score of three for Son of Stimpy and uh, three for Scooter. Which is going to leave us down to a tiebreaker. Gross out. Uh, and there was more to the gross-out humor in Son of Stimpy when we really stopped and looked looked at it. Uh, I don't really count uh, the the fart to be part of the gross-out humor because gross-out I think of the the close-ups uh, or or, or gross-up humor, uh, the the animate the the beautifully hand-drawn uh, cells. And there was quite a bit whenever we stopped to think about it. There, there was a lot of the of the gross ups with animation on top of it, like the uh, the nose goblins and uh, and the fart that is weaseling its way in between the two homeless people. Uh, and yeah, you could say 
Stimpy frozen in the block of ice, but even then there It's not gross though. It's not gross. It's just a beautifully done painting. But um what was the other thing that we said? There was one other one. I can't read my handwriting because I wrote it so quickly. Uh oh, his butt. Oh, <laughs> uh, whenever he, he farts for the first time. Uh whereas over on Scooter for Yaxmas, there I mean, there there's gross humor all throughout it. And I think we had a couple of gross out or gross up moments whenever we were seeing some of the things that they would leave or some of the decorations they would put up. Uh, oh, and we had the cod. We had the cod over mm. in the other one. But there there wasn't really as much as there was in, in the Son of Stimpy, uh, which for sheer quantity, uh, we uh, the, the final point and the winner goes to... Son of Stimpy. But well done. Well done, Manny. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations. Merry, merry Yaxmas to you. Ryan, nice job. But that was close. It was close. Yeah, that They're was both very really close. good episodes. Um, as far far as the episode ratings go, because we are going to rate these episodes, uh, I will start with Brett's ratings, because Brett did go ahead and leave us notes for this episode and, and told us his two of his ratings for the for these two episodes, and then I'll finish with mine. Uh, so starting off for the Son of Stimpy episode, Brett has to say, Never have I ever cared so fondly about a cartoon fart before. I know John Kay did this as a direct retaliation towards sappy Christmas specials to point out how they manipulate their audience in caring merely based on the musical melodies, not the performance or the story. Unfortunately, for the vast majority, this notion backfired. When you remove the idea of caring for a fart out of the equation, it's about a parent looking for their lost child while enduring both the winter blues and a harsh blizzard. I don't think I've ever cared for Stimpy more for him than I have here. The pain he endures just to see his child stinky again is nothing short of a tearjerker. Ren even cares enough to try to snap Stimpy out of his slump. This is a front runner for one of the most emotionally touching Ren and Stimpy episodes ever, and I stand by that statement. Beautifully animated, beautifully told, and beautiful music. On a final, more silly note, I love the gag where Stimpy looks for his fart in the Salvation Army Santa Claus's butt. I miss you, Alex. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, miss you too, man. And his uh, official rating is a splat standing, which is two S's. And Manny, what is your rating? I give it an S for splatterific. I really enjoyed this episode, and it's because I have the nostalgic, nostalgic feel for it. It's like I said, I watched this when I was eight years old, nine years old. And um, <clears throat> it's always just been such a tear-jerking emotional journey. And uh, as far as, like, someone that likes to draw and paint, there's, like, so much going on in this episode, mm -hmm. especially with, like, all the hand-painted close-ups and everything, the way the story goes. And I don't know, to me, it just feels like such a nice, 
nice episode with like not too over the top, but it was just calming. And that's that's what I really liked about it. Even though if it was a serious serious episode, it disguised it perfectly with yes. having it be so silly. Because mm-hmm. I know yes. as a kid, I probably would not like it that serious, but I, I just loved it. That's what I gotta say about it. And Ryan, what do you rate this? Um, I also give it a splatterific. Um, like Manny had said, you know, it, it, it wasn't like way out there. It was it was kind of, you know, touching because he was looking for um you know his fart um you know it kind of thinks back like when you were a, a child and at the, like a, a grocery store and you don't you know you get lost and you have to find you know try to find your mom down the aisle stuff and so you know i think that's how i relate to it okay it's such a scary feeling i i totally oh, yeah. relate to that too like i remember being lost at a mall and it's it's scary it's very scary yeah. mm-hmm. We, me and my brother were lost in the mall and we were just playing on the escalator and my parents were freaking out, you know, and we were just going up and down and up and down. And we were doing that for like 30 minutes and they couldn't find us. But, you know, we had, we didn't really care, but they, you know, they were worried. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have much to add that all of you haven't already said. Uh, I love the humor in this because there is some, there is quite a bit of humor, but again, it's played up seriously which sometimes whenever you take a silly situation and you play it as serious as possible it's hysterical but also this is genuine heart i stand in agreement with everything that brett had said about the heart for it um i love that it's very much a standalone episode this is unlike anything but Stimpy has ever done and this is one of my absolute favorite episodes of Ren and Stimpy, period. So I'm going to escalate to a triple S and give a Splatceptional. I really love this episode. And as for a Scooter for Yaxmas, Brett has to say, oddly enough, this second special feels a lot like SpongeBob's Christmas Who from season two. Yeah, I said it. Sue me. The reason why... <laughs> The reason why is due to how both stories handle the telling of the holiday lore and prepping all the decorations and rituals for the mythical holiday character they're dying to meet. Only in Ren and Stimpy's rendition, Stimpy wants a scooter a little more than he wants to beat Stinky Weaselteats, whom we heard singing Happy Happy Joy Joy in Stimpy's Invention, which we had mentioned earlier. I do care a lot for Stimpy's well-being in this episode, too, as he's putting his life on the line for the sake of coveting this gift he wants so badly, but it doesn't quite have the emotional gut punch. Son of Stimpy thrusts into thrust into me a hurt so good kind of way so for that reason it's slightly lower on the splat attack scale still lovely and still rewatchable for the holiday season both this and son of snippy are nick christmas staples so check them out his official rating is a single s splatterific and manny what is your rating it is a c for splatterage um when I was watching this, um, and this is probably going to be a hot take too, but the Bob Camp years are sort of my least favorite years because it's it's so uneven to me. And uh, 
but the thing is that you mentioned earlier too, Alex, is that Bob Camp went into a hard situation trying to rebuild this animated show after the creator completely kicked himself off of his own show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I definitely give him a lot of props for maintaining three more years or what was it? Four more years probably of this show. Yeah. And so um, with that, I definitely given him an A plus, but as for the episode being uneven and so sporadic, I found it a little annoying to sit through, but that could just be my own taste. But um, as for the comedy, there is definitely a lot of comedy in this. Uh, more so than Son of Stimpy. So yes. Scooter Free Axmas has definitely a lot of great gags, like you mentioned the oaf. Ren completely th- calling Stimpy a psycho. And the way that Stimpy just absolutely acts like he loves his gift is just the best. <laughs> you could definitely see just the mental breakdown that he's having right now. <laughs> but then you sort of feel uplifted when... Uh, Wizzleteeks says that he's going to take the the scooter and fix it up. Because I felt I actually felt sorry for the scooter. I really did. <laughs> so I'm happy that the scooter is getting fixed up later. But um, yeah, other than that, um, it was cute, but it's just not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what about you? Um, well, I also give it a... a... Uh, a splatterific, um, but just a little more than I would uh, Son of Stinky. Um, you know, just watching this episode, it kind of brought back childhood memories of like just the traditions of Christmas, you know, hanging the stockings. Um, we just celebrated it with my mom uh, and my brother, um, and we still have our, our stockings. I have a, a SpongeBob Christmas stocking, and my brother, brother had. Um, uh, fairly odd parents and still have it. And so my mom keeps them and fills them up, you know, puts the lottery tickets in there and little candies and stuff. So to me watching that, you know, we didn't have sausages and gum and stuff like that, but you know, just having, you know, still doing that, you know, 25, 30 years, you know, and, and, you know, just brings back memories of, of doing that, uh, as a child and even today. Um, so. That must make you like really happy, right? Like just doing that. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and it's rough too because today is my nine years since my dad passed. Um, oh. You know, but but you know, it's just you know we had celebrated Thanksgiving or Christmas, but you know, it's just going back to my mom and and just and you know, even though he's been gone that long, and you know, it's still just you know, seeing stuff that you had for twenty five thirty years, just you know, brings back those memories, mm-hmm. you know, and and stuff. Let's just know that he's always going to be there with you, no matter what. And that's also part of why we like to do the show. Uh, Because we get to go back to that time when we were kids. And we get to... I don't know about how other people are, but I know that I relate a lot of my life to a movie or a TV show. Not to say that it is. I'm saying I remember it. Uh, Pick a movie I've seen, and I could probably tell you something that happened in my life whenever that movie was on. And it's the same with Nickelodeon. And and you get to go back and remember that time period. Uh, So, yes, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. As far as... My writing for Son of Stimpy, not Son of Stimpy, uh, uh, Scooter for Yaxmas, I really felt like the, the first half of the episode was hilarious. 
up until he has his official breakdown and leaves and goes and gets the scooter. And then for some reason, even though plot wise, it's supposed to pick up, it feels less energetic and it feels like even the jokes are, are pumped back quite a bit to let the story move forward. And it doesn't have well, like like uh, Manny had said. It feels very unbalanced. I mean, even within the episode, it's it feels well, some unbalanced. of it felt like padding too, right? It did. It really, really did because you could tell. I mean, even with two extra segments at the end of the episode that are, obviously have nothing to do with with the yeah. story, uh, they and it's the last episode of the season. They they're probably just running on fumes and trying to get what they need, make their quota for for filling out a whole se- season. But it's fine. I enjoy, I really loved the first half. I enjoyed the second half. Uh, so with that, I'm going to actually give this a B, a Splatus Factory. I enjoyed it. It could have been a little better. The second half could have been better. If, if the comedy had punched up the way the first half had punched up, I would have loved this episode. Mm-hmm. But up until he leaves, it's, it's Ren and Stimpy Gold. But we are going to transition into our segment for the episode called Say What? Uh, I love this one. We don't get to do this one nearly as often, so I'm excited for it. So roll the jingle. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? For this entry, uh, Manny, you did the notes for this one, yes? Did you? I did. Did you come up with the questions for these? Uh, I did, yes, and okay. the answers. <clears throat> well, then I will let you head up the... I'm going to get my pad out here so I can help keep score. Okay. For one point, who said, Hello there, boys and girls. Here is a true story we just made up. You know, Ryan? I don't know that one. Uh, uh, idiot! <laughs> That'll be my buzz in. Uh, we we had talked about that earlier. It, it was a uh, stinky weasel teats, or or if you really want to, narrator for the story, but it was the stinky weasel teats voice actor. Yes. Yeah. Hello, boys and girls. This here's a true story that we just made up. Question two: Who said? Man, I feel 10 pounds lighter. Ryan. That would be Ren coming off the toilet. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Man, I feel 10 pounds lighter. Has anyone actually done that? Weighed themselves before and after before? Because I have. Have you? Is I, it true? I, I've lost two pounds. <laughs> I've, done that, I've done that running. I've done that running. Like, run to, like you know, 12, 50 miles and then running. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, pound and a half. Man, I gotta do that myself because I'm I'm guilty of saying that, but I've never actually done it. Yeah, just for kick, just for kicks and giggles. One day, I I was like, mm, I'm just gonna see. <laughs> That's great. I gotta try that. Question number three: Who said shush, Ren? He'll hear you. You know who? He, you know he doesn't visit the in- incredulous. Can't even say that word. Incredulous, Ryan. That's Stimpy. Yes. Scooter. Correct. 
Shush, Ren. He'll hear you. You know he doesn't visit the incredulous. Question four. Who said, I stayed up for a week chewing that gum for you? Alex. Uh, that was the yak. Yes, it was the yak. <laughs> I stayed up for a week chewing all that gum for you. <laughs> it was so irritating. I would be too. Gross. Yeah. Can you imagine if your jaw no. was hurt so bad? <laughs> all right. Question number five. Who said, hee hee, look at me. Now look at me. Now look at me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> is that Stimpy's fart? No. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No, uh, idiot. Alex. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the daughter who was uh, because it was the, it, the 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 policeman's daughter who was saying I was gonna buy that for my daughter and then you see her and she's like a marionette puppet and it's super creepy. Look at me. Yeah, that was completely uncalled for, but yeah. God, I freaked me out when I saw that. <laughs> now look at me! Now look at me! Now look at me! Yeah! Didn't help that I was watching that in the dark either. <laughs> <laughs> it's after me. <laughs> Question six for three points. I'm a man now, and a man has needs. Ryan. That's Stinky's part. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the needs are. I'm a man now, and a man has needs. Alright, question seven for four points. A half stick Yaxmas bonus. Bless you, sir. Ryan. That's Stimpy. Yes! <laughs> and a half stick Yaxmas bonus. Bless you, sir. For number nine for five points. I don't care. Idiot. <laughs> that was that was Stimpy. Yeah. I don't care. So far. So, <laughs> so far, far we're tied. Oh. So far okay. we're tied. Last one, or unless we need a tiebreaker. Um, for five points, I now pronounce you fart and wife. You may kiss the cod. Got any guesses, Ryan? Um, I'll say Ryan. Hello, idiot. Alex. That was Stimpy. That was Stimpy. Because then they went in the honeymoon up his nose. I now pronounce you fart and wife. You may kiss the cod. Yeah, which is how do they both fit in there? You know. Ah, it's a cartoon. <laughs> At first, I didn't know that was rice that was being thrown in his face. I thought that was something that they were doing coming out of his face. It's like, oh, that was a really quick honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera pulls back and you see Stimpy throwing rice. I'm like, okay, that's a left hit. That's a left hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, just curious. Do you guys do you guys want the tiebreaker question? Sure. Okay. Um for five points. I'm lucky to be alive. Oh, I know that one too, but if you know, go for it. Is that, uh, Stimpy? No. 
that that was that was when he was doing the interview uh the wren when he was interv- being interviewed by the the news crew i'm lucky to be alive yeah, he could have robbed me blind <laughs> i'm lucky to be alive don't don't worry about counting that one uh, oh okay but alex you win Woo! ryan you're the runner-up you get Woo! duncan yo-yos <laughs> you you get a uh a, a Savings bond from Nestle. <laughs> yes. Nestle Quick. <laughs> Still, both of you guys did a really great job. Woo! That was fun. Those are good. Seriously. Those are good quotes. Those are good yeah. quotes. <laughs> Light a match. <laughs> Light a match. <laughs> Would you like me to do the closing question? Sure, go for it. Okay. So, for our closing question. What do you enjoy most about the gift-giving holiday season? And also, feel free to write to us via email at splatattack2021 at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram at splatattackpodcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, splatattackpodcast. Interact with us wherever you find social media. And also, thank you, Ryan, for joining us. It was definitely a lot of fun doing this. <laughs> Definitely talking Ren and Stimpy's awesome with you, by the way. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug, you know, before you go? I just want to thank, uh, say thank you um, once again for having me. Um, I really enjoy listening to y'all's podcast, um, but I also enjoy, you know, you know, sharing my uh, nostalgia and, and ties into it as a child. So. Thank you. And Ryan is, uh, he's one of our patrons and he has been through almost every one of our live streams and, uh, he doesn't get to stick around as often because he has to get up super, super ridiculously early. Cause that man is dedicated to staying in shape, which, uh, I told my wife earlier and she was like, Oh my gosh, that man has dedication. But, uh, thank you for all the support that you've given us. And uh, I've loved getting to know you over through the course of the various live streams that we've done and look forward to chatting with you some more. So thank you for for everything that you've done definitely it's a pleasure thank you for the messages and reaching out too so yeah. thank you until next time manny will you scrape the slime off this wall for us please i've got to staple some long johns to my wall i can already taste those smoked sausages aye aye co-captain it's getting pretty late just make sure you tell your wife not to take a bath so late because you never know when the yak is going to pop out of the tub drain oh my goodness here. Uh, I better get going, Slime Tears. Uh, splash you later. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. cartoon party. There's just one catch. These guys are your hosts. They're Ren 
and Stimpy. Nick's original cartoon party animals. They've invaded Nickelodeon. So get all dressed up, buy thoughtful presents, and mind your manners. Not! It's Ren and Stimpy's cartoon party. So crash it every Sunday at 11, 10 Central on Nickelodeon.